And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Bleeding Blue, a show about the history of the New York football giants. My name is Justin Pennock, alongside one of my best friends in the entire world. Nikki Snacks. Snacks, how are you doing? What's up? I'm good. Good. Tired. Really tired? tired, actually, yeah. Yeah, we're filming this a uh, little late. We just got back from Alabama Senior Bowl. Yep, Mobile. And we just celebrated 10 years since Super Bowl 46, and that's what we're going to be Fuck talking about today. 10 years ago. 10 years. So what were you, 15? I was 2011, 2000, yeah, 2011 before the my March birthday. 11, I was 13. 13, wow. 13. I was 18. Can I tell you where I was? Sure. I was at a friend's house trying to impress a girl. Damn. Yeah. You Maybe thought not. the Giants being in the Super Bowl would, and your reaction And me being a psychopath? No, I, I don't know what the thought process was when I was 13. Maybe not thinking with the brain. Maybe thinking with another body part. But yeah. Which body part? I'm not sure. Uh, where were you? What were you doing? I was in my man cave. I uh, had some family over, a couple friends, and we were drinking Keystone Lights. Wow, mm. I know you, you're not you don't you're not a beer drinker. Well, I I have never seen you drink a Keystone Light. That's because I haven't probably since that day. Uh, they I think, are. I think we figured out what's wrong with the Giants, though. Uh, trust me, me and my friends that you've all met this year who tailgate, we think that part of our downfall has been because we stopped bringing Keystone Light to the tailgates. I would agree. Keystone Light tastes about what water tastes like. Yeah, but it was cheap and effective, and I probably had like twenty of them. It was a great day, really was. And then we, when we won, we went, uh, we went in the street, ran up and down my block, banging pots and pans. Love it. So what we're gonna do today is not like rewatching the game like we did for the 2009 championship game with like rolling a bunch of clips, because this year, <laughs> this Giants football season, ten years since Super Bowl 46 has kind of been shoved down our throats. Yes, yeah, just a little bit in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also in some negative ways as well. So we kind of want to mesh. Mesh this episode just talking about the legacy of Super Bowl 46 and that 2011 Super Bowl team. Talk about a lot of positive ways. Like, I want to ask, you know, one of the first things we want to talk about is, did it cement Eli Manning's legacy? Did it cement Tom Coughlin's legacy? And what are their legacies? Hall of Famers, not Hall of Famers. Yes. And how about in also some... Maybe some negative ways where, you know, the Giants building has a lot of nepotism and a lot of the things that they're working at improving right now mm-hmm. is getting that nepotism, getting the losing out of the building and the sources of losing out. Yep. And it basically took them, you know, 10 years since Super Bowl 46. And also thinking about, we talk all the time, Super Bowl 46, that football team was not good. No, it sucked. It was Eli Manning's arm. Yes, correct. That was... That football, uh, they were bad. Elite. You know, yeah. it was Eli Manning's arm that was elite that yeah. year, so... Took advantage how, of a shitty division and... How does that legacy impact kind of where the Giants are today? Yes, that's what I. That's how I kind of want to break down this episode. So, you right there? Yeah. 
No, I'm not. No? 2011, Super Bowl 46 and Eli Manning. Yes. What is Eli Manning without Super Bowl 46? Uh, well, you insulted him by saying Trent Dilfer yesterday. Which there's a part of me that does think, at least nationally, people think that he's Trent Dilfer without the 2011 Super Bowl. I, I get it, but he... If you look at Trent Dilfer, you watch him play, and then you watch Eli Manning play, it's clear who the better quarterback is. Maybe he's in the, uh, you know what he is? Got it. Joe Flacco. Fair. Very fair. One one run. Yeah. And then just, I hate saying this, mediocre to above average at best. Yeah. But it's the big one games. One elite season, yeah. But it's the big games that matter. Right, correct. At and, the end of the day. And so I, I think... This Super Bowl, Eli's second Super Bowl MVP, really stamps him in. Yeah. Because without it, you're right. It's, uh, he's got no shot at the Hall of Fame, none. Yeah. Like, it's not even up for debate. And he's just, you know, looked at as, you know? Yeah. I, I, now, let's hard. say they make the playoffs. And he has okay. still has a very good regular season. A very, very good he regular season. He had a great season. regular season, yeah. Team wins nine games. They're eliminated, whether it's the wild card round, divisional round, or NFC championship game. The team could look at it and be like, you know, Eli had a great year, but it absolutely was not enough. The defense was ranked bottom of the barrel. They saw the way that they get, that he got hit around in that NFC championship game. Oh, Again, yeah. let's just say the 49ers pulled that off. Right. But they see the way that he got beat up in that NFC championship game. 49ers defense really good, but this is, this is unacceptable. And do they think about changing up the roster and how they prioritize roster moves kind of moving forward? I, I don't know, but I, it's a fair, very, very fair question that Super Bowl 46, I would never trade that for the world. No. I actually want to ask you next about how do you weigh and, and more important Super Bowl 42 or Super Bowl 46 because this was our lifetime. Yeah. Um, I would never trade it for the world, but the fact that it happened... It maybe it maybe gave people in the building a lot of confidence about oh we because we have Eli and because we did this right because Victor Cruz was that undrafted free agent that we signed and we really hit on because David Boss was this you know kind of journeyman center from the 49ers you know because we had all these kind of ragtag linemen we did it yeah and that we can we can do that again all yeah. it takes is a magic run another magic run cuz right. they did it twice right and with Eli's arm and even the makeshift team and the older players that we yeah. have we can skill still position do it. players were insane we yes, can do they it were. like that they had the three-headed machine at uh wide receiver and then the one two punch with Jacobs and Bradshaw that's an elite level of skill yeah. players but they had their offensive line was deteriorating McKenzie Snee and Deal were all old and i think they yeah. maybe played a year or two after that if that um Boss was really no good. No. Um, big ass Kevin Booth. Was he, he was the other. He was right. He was the. He was probably. See, this is tough. The best lineman. On the he team was. At he the was time. probably one of the best linemen. But I never thought. Again, I never thought that Kevin Booth was fantastic. Well, right. But comparing him against those guys there. Yeah. They, they had the thirty second ranked rush defense. Uh, rush offense. Yeah, it was really bad. It was awful. They were averaging really, like really sixty bad. yards a game. Yeah. And you saw Eli get absolutely piss pounded by the Niners. Yeah. Uh, come on. And it took until the fourth quarter, which this is a problem with a lot of teams who don't throw the ball enough. It took until the fourth quarter for the Giants to finally realize, all right, we're down by 10 points. We got to let Eli just sling it now. Yeah. And that's when they were their most productive. Yeah, because 
what was the final score? 24-21, right? Yes. And he threw the ball 59 times. 59 was it, times. Was it 21-17? No, because we won on a field goal. It was tied in overtime. I think it was, Are you talking about NFC Championship game? Yes, I'm, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, which game were you talking about? I was thinking about the Super Bowl for whatever reason. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that like was... A, that like was dummy. Yeah. Nah, that's okay. Well, you are, but it's fine. True. It's fine. So, yeah. So, in some ways, that Super Bowl run and that win, you can look at it as almost being detrimental. Yeah. Because they kept everything I don't want to use that word. I don't okay. want to use that word. You're, you're right. It's it's difficult to say that word after a Super Bowl win. Because I would sell my soul for a Super Bowl. And we got two. Me. If you told me the Giants win the Super Bowl next year and then suck again for another 10, oh, yeah. I'll take it any day of the week. And that's exactly what happened. It's literally exactly what <laughs> happened. exactly what happened. They had one Fugazi of a year in uh, 16, and that was it. Yeah. It's been brutal ever since. And that it's Jerry Reese got 20 times longer of a leash than he deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, love him to death, but Coughlin got a longer leash than he deserved. Yeah. And Eli got Man, a longer leash than he deserved. It's so tough. The Coughlin conversation is so tough because you almost look at 2015 and that season, very similar to 2010, not being able to finish. Yeah. Not being able to finish. And I think 2015 had a lot less talent on it than 2010. 2010 is one of those seasons that I think like Dave, guy like Dave Tolleson, I think, looks back on that, if I remember correctly, from some of our conversations that, that we've had with him. Like 2010, he, he loves that team. Yeah. He really does love that team. You know, that span of... You know, 2005 to 2008, 2009, the Giants were top 10 in points scored every single year. And that, that that's not a stretch that you would really think about, right? No. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't no. think about that. So I may, be getting, I may be getting the years wrong, but there was a stretch of, you know, Eli Manning's prime where, you know, sure, w- was he not the best quarterback in the National Football League, but those offenses were top 10 in scoring points. And you wouldn't think that right away. Cause nope. I, I didn't this year. What I wanted to do is like, were the giants ever a good offensive team? Right. And yes, the, the only time that they were a good offensive team consistently year in and year out was those kind of early mid two thousands teams. It really is so crazy to think about where they are now and looking at the offense now and, and thinking they were in the top 10 yeah. scoring. It's just crazy how it all went downhill in 2010. Yeah. You're right. They were a better team. They still had, Guys from the 07 team and the 08 team, who we consider the best team we've ever seen. I, I think Snee, that was Snee's final year. 2010? Maybe. No, he was on the he was on the, the 46. No, you're, I'm right. You're right. It was some, O'Hara's final year. That's O'Hara, okay, yeah. It was O'Hara's yeah, final year. There you go. He struggled um, with injuries and stuff. Yeah, and Soybert retired, what, 09? Yeah. So, they, and they still had talk. They still had OC. Like, those guys, they were still a good football team. And, um, yeah, 2011, afterwards... Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yep. Which one do you hold? I know you hold Super Bowl Forty Two closer. I do. Yes, I do. It's. I, I think it's impossible not to. Where do you rank games of importance? Two thousand NFC Championship game, Super Bowl Forty Two, Super Bowl Forty Six. Do you put Forty Six above that two thousand NFC Championship game because you were there? I was. I have to put the Super Bowl ahead of it. Okay. I have to. Um, 42-46 NFC Championship game. But I know it sounds crazy because then we lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens, which still under protest because Ray Lewis is a murderer. But that NFC Championship game that I was in attendance for mm-hmm. changed my life. Because if I'm not at the game, I'm not so sure. You're not a psychopath. I'm not, Yeah. No. I may just be a regular normal fan. Die hard. You know, everything. 
but it may have changed my outlook and how I view the world and life itself. Yeah. Because now it's, you know, Giants family breathing sex in that order. So it's like, if that happens, maybe breathing and family is is before the Giants. I feel closer with the 46 than the 2011 team. Well, you're older. I, I, was a, I was a little bit older, but also... You mean 46 than the 2017? I feel closer with that team. Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah, I thought yeah. you said over the... Yeah. No, I, I, feel, yeah, I feel closer. It could, not only because I was older, but... I think it kind of shaped the way that I like to watch football, and I love offense. Yes, I really do. That's fair. I love I love quarterback play. I love uh, I love scoring and seeing. So you must hate the Giants. <laughs> yes, as I do, cousinly president. That's pre- <laughs> why I wanted Jason Garrett <laughs> on his head on a stick for Don't two years. Don't talk about my father like that. I'm sorry, but the way that they went about winning that Super, and the way that it was Eli, it yes. was it was yep. Eli, yep. and. That just spoke to me. I'm like, this This is what I like, and this guy carrying it, this guy delivering a ball on a dime on the sideline to Mario Manningham, the greatest throw in Super Bowl history. By far, yeah. By far. Well, I wouldn't say by far. There's been a lot of good ones, but that's number one. It's, up, it's up there with San Antonio Holmes. But I'm, but no, because no. it's Because it's Giants bias, San I'm just going to say it's it's better. No, it is better. It's 100% better. I mean, it's go. not even, it's without question. He dropped it in a dime. But I understand that. 2007 yeah. Giants were run the ball, Harass the quarterback at will, and that's how they won. Yeah. All right. So. Speak to me. Speak. What, I w- what I want to talk about now. Sure. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Now go ahead. Legacy of some of the, I come on saying this, the word legacy. Well, it's a big word. It is a big word. What are some of the players doing right now? You you did some research yes. into this. Yep. I so, want to know like where what, what are some players doing? I know Justin Tuck would start off with Justin Tuck. Yeah, Justin Tuck. I know he's doing some business stuff. Yes. But I don't know like what what he's doing. So a couple years after he retired, he went back to school uh, and he graduated master's degree um, from a uh, uh, master's degree of business administration from the Wharton School. Wharton. That's in Penn. Is it Wharton? Wharton. <laughs> Wharton. Wharton. Well, spelling, uh, pronunciation was never my thing. So, yes, and he uh, he manages people's portfolios. Whatever the fuck that is. I need that. Yeah, so do you I. Work in, don't you, like, work in sales? You yeah, work I in know, business? I you don't know, know, know what it is? I know what it is. I was kidding. Oh. I wanted to try and make that whole scene. War- Warton? Make myself that's really funny. stupider than I actually <laughs> that's really am. Funny. I mean, I'm stupid, but. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. He went back to school. And another guy that went back to school got his master's in uh, education. From locally, William Patterson University. Do you know? No, I don't know. Kareem McKenzie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I looked up his LinkedIn. He's uh, What's he doing? Does he have what he's doing now? Yes. He's an individual counselor at The Bridge. No idea what it is. I didn't bother looking him. up what The Bridge is, but he's an individual counselor. Whatever the fuck that is. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so what else we got? Chase Blackburn, as most of you may know. I mean, he's now unemployed, but he was a special teams coordinator. He started off special teams assistant, and then Carolina promoted him to special teams coordinator, and he's very well uh, respected. He is a a respected guy. Yes, he is. Yep. Uh, OC, you may see him on the Twitter and wherever, but he's in London. Yes. He's in London, and I think it's their NFL network or something. That he is an analyst on. He's like an ambassador, but he's also an ambassador. Yes. Probably OC is my... OC's probably, I mean, OC was my favorite giant growing up. But just seeing what he's doing now with, like, how he's growing the game, and it's really, really cool. Very I cool. could also listen to him speak. 
forever. Yeah, and he's got an infectious smile and laugh. Yes. So uh, he's, he's a great guy. This is a podcast with Jason Bell. I've been trying to get him to come on Talking Giants for, for years. Yeah. I should. He follows me. I should DM him again. He follows you. He does. Why don't you DM him? I did, D- I did DM him once. I don't DM think DM him once a day. I should, I should DM him once a day. Fucking idiot. You know how much we would grow? We, we would grow his show. Probably, yeah. But, you know, you're just, you know what? You're a bitch. Um, no, you're not. You're a good guy. I'm just kidding. Uh, then we have Victor Cruz, who you has like a million followers on Instagram, and he's doing all these ads and marketing things with Captain Morgan, Doritos. Uh, he's doing like modeling shoots. He's a superstar. What was that restaurant chain that he in, that he invested in? Oh, that's Kalora? right, that's right. Um, what was it called? It was in Alabama, and we didn't go. Yeah, because we that suck. was the one thing I like. We have to take a picture. We have to go. Apparently, it smells bad, but the food's good. It smells bad. It smells bad. Apparently, it's a very foul smell. What's the name of it? I'm getting. And that's and that's what we need to look up. Crystal. Crystal with a K. Yes, for the K. Per, kind of, kind of porn. Uh, I don't want to say porn star, but stripper. Uh, yeah. Stripper. Yeah. Stripper no, name. no, that's that's very true. And um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Good for Victor. Where's uh, Where's one in New Jersey? Patterson. There's one in Patterson. Duh. We, we got to go. Oh, that's where he's from. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ding ding. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna pass on that trip. No, we're gonna go. What do you mean, Patterson? There, the Patterson exit on the Parkway as I'm coming up to your house. Yeah, I know where it is. I just. Yeah. We, we'll make a trip. Uh, maybe we should Google that place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to anybody from Patterson. Um, then we got Brandon Jacobs, who was just recently on Twitter. Yeah, what's he, what's he doing <laughs> despite, this, despite causing controversy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he went on a 100% drunken laced rant uh, Saturday night and, you know, probably sobered up and remembered what he tweeted. And yesterday morning, he's like, Damn, all, oh, I was bored. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I wasn't drunk. Okay. And we're not going to say it on the air. You can feel free to go look back and yeah. see what he had to say. But uh, he's in Atlanta, and uh, he runs a football league, essentially, for third to eighth graders mm-hmm. called the North Atlanta Giants. They have tryouts and all these different things, so it's very cool. Um, His son's also a huge... Son's a monster, yeah. Big Mama Luke. Yeah. Uh, Am I, do I say that word right? Mama Luke, yeah. Mama Luke? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Oh, those are just some of the guys that I had I had written down. It's pretty cool to see what they're doing post post football. Um, I was trying to find Michael Bully and I couldn't. I don't know why he, he just kept popping up in my head. Maybe because I always remember him doing the the belt. I will always remember Michael Bully <laughs> for throwing that football. Oh, he I picks think, up yeah. the fumble against yeah. the Rams on Monday Night Football that year. Threw it at that poor bastard's head. <laughs> he threw it. What? Yeah. <laughs> he threw it right at him. That was pretty fucking hysterical. That's, that's one of my favorite moments ever. Now, I was at the game, so I didn't really see it at the time, but just seeing it the next day, and I think one, once or twice a year, I just watched that it's, play. It's, so, it's so damn funny. The kid's looking right at He, like, points the football at him, I too. know. It's He's a, like, yeah. here. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. And he, oh, dude, he, like, wound up. He he. Rifled he, that thing. And he stumbled. Yeah. He's like, Whoa. He didn't fall, though. No, he did not fall. Which credit, I, I credit have a, a lot of credit. I will give a lot, a lot of credit to him. Um, but I yeah. wonder if there was, like, a, a Monday, like, exchange of, like, hey, I'm sorry that I did this to you. Here's, like, a jersey. Here's I'm a sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Because somebody, if I remember correctly, wasn't he asked about it post-game? I could be wrong. Maybe that's something we have to we'll look at. We'll have to look. We'll ask Art. There you go. Art would know. Art. Art would know. 
Thank you, Art. Still have his chair. Burn it. Burn it? It's got metal. Can you burn metal? Well, there's a will, there's a way. There's a will, there's a way. Don't do that. But, yeah, so a lot of of cool stuff from these guys, from our our champions. And um, wasn't there another legacy you wanted to talk about? What legacy do you want to talk about? The coaches. Ah! See? I'm coughing. Yep. See what happens when I don't drink? I'm fucking sharp. You are. So, oh. Eli Manning's Hall of Famer. We, yes, we, I think at that. Le- I think at that. least we, we think that. Giants no, history podcast. I think he, I, so, I don't think he's going to be first ballot. Okay. But I think he 100% gets in. Tom like, Coughlin. 100%. So, Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Is he a Hall of Famer? This is where my bias is going to kick in because I think there's an even bigger, stronger debate on if he is or isn't. Mm-hmm. I think he is. And... Two Super Bowl championships, you know, obviously helps that a lot. But look what he did in Jacksonville with an expansion team. Yeah. They were very good, and in his second year, they took him to an AFC Championship game. An expansion team. The Houston Texans have been around now for 20 years. They haven't made it past the divisional round. As, you know, they were an expansion team. And I don't think they made the playoffs until, what, four years into it? Whatever it was. The fact that what he did with Jacksonville... Speaks a lot of volumes. They've only had substantial... Have they only made AFC Championship appearances when Tom Coughlin was somehow affiliated with the Jaguars? Yes. That's another thing, too. He was in... Well, we're talking about... It was the front office. It was front office role. Yeah. I I think... I think there's a case to be made for and against him. Yes. His record... I think you said it best before the show. His record is very Jeff Fisher-like. Yeah. So, Jeff Fisher has a 5-12 winning percentage... Um, 173 wins, 165 losses, and Tom Coughlin has 170 wins, 150 losses for a 531 winning percentage. Yeah, so it's 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 an av- literally an average an average record. Yeah, for a guy that's coached for over 20 years. So uh, I definitely understand the argument to be made against him, but I think there's a very strong argument to be made for him. I would but, agree. I would agree. Yeah. Gun to my head. It's just the winning percentage that would get people to that's be really, like. That's it. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's it. it. But yeah. also, huh, see, seeing, again, I, I, I love the 2015 season. I love it. Yeah. And. I don't. At the time, you could. At the time, it was Coughlin. They do need to move on from Coughlin. Yeah, it was time. 100%. Yep. But now hindsight's 2020 looking back and seeing exactly what went wrong with the Giants. Tom Coughlin may have deserved another opportunity with a different GM. Yeah. Have, because you look at and you see what he did that season. With dog shit? With with a terrible, terrible roster. Like Brandon Merriweather was like one of the starting safeties. Robert Ayers was one of their best pass rushers. <sighs> Is that when JPP blew off half of a hand? You know, he has seven and a half fingers left. I mean, there was... Seven and a half, maybe, pushing. Colin Jenkins. Colin Is that a Jenkins, guy that was a defensive right. tackle? Again, another retread guy. Yep. Was John Beeson still in the mix? He might, yeah. Jonathan Casillas, you know. Was that Unionga or whatever his name was? was Eric that? Flowers was also oh, a part of, a oh, part of the good. mix here, too. Yeah, way, to, way to bring his ass up. Iwani yeah. Unga, that was the Iwani Unga year. Yeah, Iwani Unga, yeah. Oh, Iwani Unga, yeah. where Jason went over the middle that, of the field week one. That team was... Dog shit. They were bad. They were very, very bad. Rashad Jennings was not a good running back. No, he wasn't. I'm sorry. I, great guy. Yeah, good, good guy. He had some good moments. Bad but people, back. people loved him. He was not a good running back. No. Orland Starqua, no. world's better. No. Andre, well, Andre Brown, 
All World's he did was better. fall into the 2015, end zone. wasn't that? I think that was an Andre Brown year. He scored like 12 touchdowns. I love it. Yes. Yeah. He, was that, he was my dude. I have an Andre Brown jersey. Do not have an Orland Storkwood jersey. I'm a fraud. Who the fuck would get? By the way, I think that's my, my, only my second fuck. Wow. Now it's my third. Who the fuck would? Would get an Andre Brown jersey? Yes, thank you. Uh, a psychopath like me who was uh, a child, a teenager growing up loving the Giants in 2014, 2015. I love the Giants and you couldn't pay me to to to, to wear it. You were jersey. also at a different point in your life where you were no longer a teen. You were an old man. You were no longer a teenager. And I was still a teenager. Those were like my prime fan years. Of like I'm 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 going to be liking players. I like players a lot less now. Now that I'm older, I don't like any of them. I know you don't. It's true. But my point about Coughlin in 2015, yeah, yeah, just so, taking taking that team and right, they were they were in every single game. If the yeah. game ended like a minute before the end of regulation, when they have like ten wins, yeah, it was it, it was yeah. something. No, it, it's true. And they really had a, crazy. they had a lot of bad like mental errors and things that they should have won. A lot more of those games. And it was surprising so. to see a team that was coached by Tom Coffin, who had that mantra, finish, 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 struggling Could to finish, finish at yeah. the end. Um, you know, and something makes me think that, again, hindsight 2020, not thinking this at the time, hindsight's 2020. If Tom Coffin sticks around for another year, it's like with, with better talent, maybe he implements that finish mentality and he gets it across he gets to those, those guys. Results. Yeah. And he gets the results. Yeah. And yeah. now when you look at it in today's day, we're on our fourth head coach since. Yeah. So that says all you need to know about the yeah. legacy of Tom Coughlin. Yeah, that is true. Hall of Famer. Very true. Your Hall of Famer in my book, coach. And taking that 2011 team, which was not a good team, to a, to a Super Bowl. No, yeah, well, please, that team sucked. And teams that he beat to get there. Think about it. Yeah. 15 and uh, the Falcons were whatever. We were always going to kill the Falcons regardless. If yeah. They can't go on the road. They had Mike Smith, choke artist. They suck. 15 and 1. Aaron Rodgers, MVP, Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. We beat him by 17. Yep. Then the best defense in football and Alex Smith, Jim Harbaugh in San Fran. Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. Prime. Vernon Davis was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was the best tight end in football. Yes. Uh, Staley in his prime. Staley. Uh, who was? Um, Frank Gore. They had, the, they had the, the, the big white DN, too. He was a Justin m- Smith. Monster. No, it wasn't Justin. Was it Justin Yes, it Smith? was Justin Smith. Absolutely. Alden Smith. Alden Smith's the other one. Yep, yep. He's another one. Justin Smith and Alden Smith. Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Oh my (laughs) god! No, they were they were truly unbelievable. Man, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. If if you were to poll the average NFL fan, they probably can. I mean, we are the average NFL fan. You know, we're Giants fans. We could name a lot of those guys on that roster. Now, ask them to name the 2011 Giants outside of the wide receivers, quarterback, and you know Justin Tuck. Good luck. Can't, they probably can't do it. No, they they may get OC. Yeah, who was a who was their outside linebacker? They don't know. Jaquan Williams, Jaquan Williams, Michael <laughs> Bowley, like Chase Blackburn. You think these guys would ever get that? No, never. Who was the middle linebacker before Chase Blackburn? Because remember, we signed him in the middle of the year. So this yeah, is a substitute teacher. Who um, was a who was the middle linebacker? I don't know. Isn't this crazy? Because everybody just loves Blackburn, loves Blackburn, loves Blackburn. So what was their plan? Somebody must have got hurt, obviously, yes. right? They, the depth chart was sure. That's why they signed somebody a little Fuck. off the street. It's going to bop, bop me so right? much. Can Keep talking. Keep talking? Yeah, you well, like we're talk. approaching. We're approaching the to- a time where I feel like I'm comfortable. So I'm going to give you this time, and then after this, we're going to wrap up. Yeah, right, all right, all right. Let's see. It's, I, I can't believe we don't know. We suck. We this should. is No, but this is a good question. I don't, I, I don't feel bad about not knowing this. I do. 
So the middle linebackers on the roster, Jaquan Williams, Greg Jones, Mark Herzlick, Chase Blackburn. Greg Jones. Yeah. And then the other line, Spencer Pacinger. I you know what? Did he 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 might have gotten hurt and I think he might have been it. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be the case. And uh wow, now I, I But again, that's just peace, Tyler Sash. That just lets you know that the roster was sucked. It's terrible. <laughs> yes. It was terrible. All right. So there you go. That's your legacy of 2011. Uh, a legacy that is very, very positive, and a legacy that also is associated with the downfall of the New York Giants. Sorry, I just yawned. I told you guys I was tired. The that's years really, it's really bad on the show. I'm so sorry. The years since it's associated with the years since. So yeah. Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. Second week of Waiting Blues off season. We will see you next week, where we are going to be talking about. We're going to be going back to our more formal kind of rewatch of Super Bowl 25 against the Buffalo Bills. The Giants are basically the the Bills South now. Yes. So now we are going to be talking about how we beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. And it is so cool. Arguably the best game, Super Bowl game in Giants franchise history. Because oh. it comes on the missed field goal, and it's just the, the release of, holy shit, we won this. Yeah. Pretty boring game, though. Was it? They held the ball for 45 minutes. I think that's awesome. It's very awesome. Game-wise, you're saying this game? Moment. Now, no. I'll catch. Yeah, all right, we, we got it. Don't, don't give everything away. We're going to run. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Keep on bleeding blue, and peace. And snacks. Fuck Tiki Bobby.